0: Welcome to Why is Mr. Feeny a Car, a uh, millennial memoir TV guide podcast about the 80 action TV of yesterday. I deliver with 100% confidence. With me, as always, is Aaron. How are we, Aaron? It's a big part
1: of the charm of the show. It's just like, you know, seeing you keep, keep the car, like, like kit in between the lines. Maybe You maybe hit the guardrail every once in a while, but, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, it just adds to the drama. It uh, adds to the drama and the excitement. I'm doing, I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Oh, dude, I'm, I'm wiped out. I'm fully um, uh, David Hasselhoff taking naps in kit after after the pilot episode where he refuses to give up control to the machine and he's resigned to let's just uh you know what i'm gonna play atari in here mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all right I have that relationship right
1: with the fairies of seattle like they are essentially like if you if you mm-hmm. fantasize that that is your giant sentient vessel that you're just just taking you to your home why wow, you get to play video That's games true. and watch YouTube videos that and stuff. An excellent point. You can even, like,
0: I kind of speak admit- into your watch in and kit. say,
1: like, you know, uh huh. Like, like, when you know the, f- the, par- the ferry's going to slow down anyway because it's getting close. it's like, uh, time to kick in the retro thrusters there, good buddy. And.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. Man, the, the fast fairy that I, I take do now, have, that thing, like. Do you have one of Hydrofoils? If- Oh, yeah, it's you a can
1: go foil, for so foils like... and <laughs> yeah.
0: well, it, you really notice because they do kick oh, in I the, the retro thrusters for sure. If you're like standing up and walking from the bathroom, which happens to me because I have the bladder of like a <laughs> newborn <laughs> uh-huh. baby, um, uh, you'll you'll jump around. It gets it gets pretty uh rough. The House
1: of pain, you'd say on the
0: old yeah, the seas of the Puget Sound, um, so. Today we're watching, or we're talking about watching The Greatest American Hero, and before we get into it, I just want to say, hey, Ron, it takes a big, big man to admit when he's wrong. <laughs> uh, it demonstrates humility and strength of character, and dare I even say a little bit of, you know, sexiness in a way. Oh, yeah when a man admits when he's wrong because i've been hyping up this show quite a bit quite a bit and um this pilot is in my opinion as the kids like to say booty cheeks this was booty cheeks i I hated this you know (laughs) what did you actually i'm
1: because i remember hating this show as a child I was so hyped for this because I'm so glad because you essentially got the authentic 1981 A Ron little boy experience. Because I, <laughs> we used to, before the internet, used to have this thing called TV Guide. And it was this oh, magazine yeah. to tell you what was on television and like would hype you up for stuff on television. And on the cover, there is this dude with curly gold bl- blonde hair in a su- <laughs> recognizable superhero suit. And this is the height of, like, yes. superhero. Like, the Super Friends were on TV. Spider-Man was on The uh-huh. Electric Company. Spider-Man and Friends was on the TV. Like, I was crazy about spies wearing their fucking underroos. I was crazy about, I was uh, oh, I was crazy yeah. about superheroes. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, a live-action superhero show on television? And it's supposed to be an action comedy, so it'll probably be funny, too. And it's, this is going to be so fucking rad. I cannot wait. And cause like all the, tr- like all the commercials are showing him flying around and like lifting cars and I'm like, Oh, this is going to be so fucking sweet. And I tuned in for this shit and I was so disappointed. I was so <laughs> bummed. It was like, and I'm like, and, I, and I, I thought about when you were suggesting like, God, I hated that fucking show. I was like, but you know what? Maybe it was just more <laughs> adult than I was thinking. Maybe like when I was a kid, it's like I was expecting to be this action thing and it was a lot more like political and, you know, of course they can't do flying around because they don't have the budget for it. They have to use that sparingly. And, you know, maybe like all the stuff I thought was lame about him not being able to use his suit right is actually super cool and funny. No, it's terrible. How did this show make it on the air for
0: three fucking seasons, dude? So, all right, I got to time out and just tell you where my mind was at. Do you ever go to a hotel and watch TV? And there's like nothing to do in the hotel room and there's a TV there, so you just watch the channels. The old school channel experience. Yes. I think that's what got me here because I was at a hotel room. I was driving over to far western Washington to do a hike. And it was that night, it was too late to start the hike, so I stayed at a hotel. And I watched. This show on a marathon, which I swear was better. I, I, I think that's a setting up for maybe most improved episode. It'll be right there with Airwolf uh, <laughs> when we watch the Consensus Best episode of right, it. Right, right. But, like, the, the episode I watched, one, moved a lot faster. <laughs> this was another one of those guys. Yeah, the fucking forsaken two-hour, two-hour pilot. Hour long. The
1: feature-length pilot. Go fuck yourself.
0: Um, that, that was rough. And the and the the first episode I watched it had Andre the Giant in well, it, and that just my made god. It, Yeah, yeah,
1: like a black hole. And, and he he, was... he warps the light <laughs> around him and makes it look. yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I think that's I that was my previous experience, but oh my god, this this pilot was rough, dude. It was rough.
1: It was pretty pretty freaking rough. Yeah, yeah,
0: but. It was saved by its absolute
1: bizarreness. I, I was going to say, I did laugh out loud a lot at just how <laughs> right. audacious some of the audacity was.
0: It's it's definitely like uh, the audaciousness of audacity. You know, Barack
1: Obama's follow-up memoir wasn't as no, good. he kind um, of shot, shot, shot a shot in the first one.
0: <laughs> uh... This is definitely the closest to So Bad It's Good of the TV pilots that we've watched, I would say. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. (laughs) And it starts off extra bizarre. Uh, In chat, uh, when we were watching this, we were like, what the hell is it? Did I click the right link? Are we about to watch a hate crime? Which I think we may have. Yeah. I think it starts off with a hate crime.
1: Yeah. Do you want me to, to get into the episode? Yeah, I think we should. So we open with the bizarre scene of a well-dressed man in a suit piloting a dune buggy in hot pursuit by countless other dune yeah. buggies piloted by what I can only describe as the Mister Clean Squad.
0: <laughs> yeah, a uh, bunch of white guys. They're not with with no hair, wearing a. A militia style uniform and aviators, and you know what? Just I'm just gonna remove the aviators. It's not a good look. All <laughs> uh, right, now For the duration
1: of this episode, <laughs> you do not want to yeah. be associated with the Christo fascists. uh yeah. in this episode, yeah. Um, this is a funny scene because this guy. I don't know why. I can't imagine the scenario that he got. This FBI agent got himself <laughs> hey. into that was resolved by. Yeah. A Fast and Furious style dune buggy fight. But he did, I also really enjoy the many times he goes through puddles in his open wheel, Mm. open car. It's just a tubular frame vehicle, like right there. And they'll cut back to him and his shirt is pristine white. No oh, mud, funny. no splashes, no nothing, oh, um, you're telling me he didn't do his own stunt wow I, I, yeah, i uh that's
0: hilarious, yeah, he's totally <laughs> look, look at that <laughs> yeah, but he's that's hilarious, he, yeah, what but it, it, he's being chased, he's in a doom buggy, being chased by doom buggies, so he like, it would make more sense if he was in a Ford Taurus or yeah. something being chased by two by Right, <laughs> like, right. How did this happen? Uh, still, he just, he just
1: ran into a lake, and he's completely dry. Um, if you, you guys, we started doing this. Jay had this brilliant idea. If you want to join us uh, Wednesday nights around 8 p.m. Uh, on his fabulous channel, twitch.tv slash blue underscore j underscore streams, uh, that links in the the show notes. Uh we record this live and he runs the episode in the background. So even if you haven't seen it, you can see it in real time and it's kind of yeah. like yeah, we're just like, you know, cracking jokes about this thing. I call these guys Mr. Clean, but one of them here is about to step out rocking a pretty nice mm. set of upper frontals and she's going to bust into right. the sweetest Christian hymn you've ever heard sung. So, I guess it's right. the mx clean club the mix clean right, club yeah. because there you just never can tell she still is bald the gender and, neutral yeah, yeah i mean th- th- it's it's definitely that clean look um but yeah it's uh very very it, it's, it's a crazy ass opening for this uh, uh this show
0: <laughs> it is uh it's bizarre and if I was watching this live in 1981, I'm not sure that's gonna like hook me. Right. <laughs> like, right. But I guess you know there were three networks back then. That's right? true.
1: What are you gonna do? Or watch like P- Fox was the yeah. What are you yeah. gonna do? Watch oh we have Fox then. We uh what are you gonna do? Watch PBS. Uh, that was their <laughs> their motto. Um, I so so we have this intro here that's got like it we're shakily flying into this metro city. Um, mm-hmm. this is the Muzak version of the theme song of the show. What did you think of the theme mm-hmm. song? Believe it or not.
0: So is this a real song
1: or is it
0: that they yes. use for yeah, it? it's
1: It was the intro song. They put it over like, you know, a montage of him doing his mildly, mildly heroic <sighs> stuff, but
0: what I'm asking is, like, was this a song that they put, like, uh, was on the radio, and they're like, we're going to license no. that and make it the theme no, song? It, or it, was it the other it way was around? a
1: theme song, I think, commissioned for this show, and Cause it, it did hear radio like, play. It was it fairly not. popular at the time. Actually, let me see this. Uh, greatest, American, uh, uh, greatest American Hero. I should have this open in a tab.
0: Uh, again, tonally way off. From the uh, bizarro um, Christian nationalist cult opening, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Uh, yeah, it's oh, this it's is this is, this was composed.
1: This was uh, bespoke for the show. Believe it or not,
0: I believe it or not. It's just so. It's uh, just so soft
1: rock for this kind of thing. But I guess this is kind of the soft rock type of show, man. Uh there
0: was some interesting music in this in this show. There was something that was like kind of pop punky yeah. that felt like really modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, there was some decent just I don't know. This show's all over music. the fucking
0: place. Uh we're I I feel like they got like <sighs> It's like they took the writers from like five different writer rooms who are like, technically, yeah. we can't fire you guys, you don't deserve to be here, so we're putting you on this project, yeah,
1: yeah this is the project <laughs> like
0: no one's on the same I page,
1: but the American people are so stupid, it was a number one hit, so they had to do more seasons. <laughs>
0: You have one guy who's like, all right, they're, they're white nationalists. And they kill an FBI mm-hmm. agent. And someone's like, well, what if he falls? He, he can't control how he flies. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> nothing fits.
1: Right. Right. What if, uh, what if the, the, the other protagonist is a delusional jingoistic, uh, red hating? Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, lots of yeah. ideas just flying popping in, popping in that, yeah. uh, that room. Uh, What if he's a special ed teacher? We're about to get introduced to the hero of the story, Ralph Hinckley, who is a special ed teacher who has a rowdy class, a rowdy class. The teacher who has been teaching the class for the previous eight months uh, meets him at the door and says, abandon all hope, abandon any kind of hope or pretense you'll have of making a positive effect on these children's lives. And just, just try not to get killed." And, uh, yeah.
0: to be fair, this is a handful. This class, it's a lot. Right. So my, my mom's career before she retired was, she was a special education paraeducator, right? Mm. So when I, to me, special ed means like, um, kids like with severe learning disabilities and stuff like down syndrome and stuff um these are just like antisocial social kid this is like alternate like alternative high school mm. right so i don't know i guess special ed meant something different think, back then but these are just like rowdy
1: kids i think in my because this i think this this stopped happening in my day but like when i threw sixth or seventh grade they did send like there was a the special ed class and it had the kids that had learning disabilities, emotional disabilities, what, you know, um uh, speech impediments and like, yeah, kids with like antisocial personality disorders, all in the same fucking class. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> because like I think got <laughs> yeah. that guy integrated was in seventh grade because suddenly these or maybe just that was just in elementary school, because suddenly they were like in the quote unquote, you know, gin pop. Uh but but yeah, I, I don't know because it 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 does seem fucked up because these kids just seem like uh, the kids from the Wire season four more than anything. And,
0: and by kids, we also mean thirty five year old <laughs> yes, adults
1: yes,
0: yes. <laughs> who are who are taller and older than the teacher. Yeah, and uh, so the the there's
1: the one main guy Tony and one main gal Rhonda. And Tony's whole right. deal love me, Rhonda. Tony's whole deal is he's essentially John Travolta. Uh, he's, he's essentially John Travolta in <laughs> Greece and welcome me. back, Mr. Carter. Yeah, I totally. Hey,
0: Mr. H, what's going on over but here? There's something
1: off about it. And it took me a while. And I realized this guy is doing welcome back, Carter. He's doing Christopher walking, doing a welcome back, oh. Carter. John Travolta impression. <laughs> there's just something oh kinda, you know, walking about it. It's it's uh it's crazy. Um,
0: hey, I'm walking here. There's think, a little um, bit of that in it. It's
1: exactly, exactly right.
0: What's his name again? Christopher Walken? Christopher Walker. That's not it.
1: Uh, does he have a podcast called I'm Walking Here? Because he should. I think he's too old and talented for that kind of nonsense. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah.
0: Like us young, young, untalented, young, untalented
1: sons of bitches. Um, so he goes in and his big idea, this is immediately the kids threaten them with violence. And he's like, Hey, 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 I will spar you in the gym under the auspices of the gym teacher. It's not going to go well for him if you don't beat me up now. But meanwhile, I want to take y'all out to the desert. Why? (laughs) So. So
0: crazy. Show him
1: rocks apparently. And I think he intended uh-huh. to take him out there past like this was like gonna be not getting home till late at night. I don't know.
0: It's a over it's a oh, well, it becomes an overnighter and they do go in the short bus. They do. It's a crazy bus too. It's like <laughs> well, it's like a it's the a team van repurposed. It. Like a <laughs> like a, a slightly stretched A team
1: van. Yeah. 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 An airport taxi it's with an extra row, maybe. It's the B team van. Can put a lot of people in that uh, their short bus. Uh, so they stop. They stop <laughs> uh, at a diner for lunch. And Tony immediately picks a, ma- a fight with a man uh, over the- nothing. He pulls a knife on this guy in front of his teacher. Yeah, and the guy pulls a gun and backs yeah. him
0: down. It's true. Um, it, things get pretty heated pretty quick. That's for sure. And yeah, that's gonna be our um, second main character. <laughs> that's the thing, when, alcoholic FBI when agent. When I
1: was watching this, I didn't. Re- I remembered the broad strokes of the show and why I hated it, but I didn't remember the specifics. And I forgot this Bill guy. And I, I'm I'm in my notes. I have like, why is he trying yeah. to butter this guy up? How is he? Because it just dis- makes no sense why this guy would have this extended interaction. And it's
0: right just
1: so what happens later will make any kind of sense. Even though it still won't. It still won't.
0: No, it won't. And I swear in the episodes that I watched, this guy's a lot more chill. They get him a fisherman hat, a bucket hat with like fly fish. Oh, yeah. Like fly probably, lures They probably and got stuff immediate feedback.
1: Like, let's tone down the sexism and racism <laughs> yeah. by like, I don't know, 112%. Oh, yeah. the, and
0: The sexism is a defining characteristic of this guy. But yeah, by the time they're still on the way to the desert and the sun is falling, yeah, out. that's
1: what i'm saying like what was his fucking plan did he get lost how far outside did i I thought they were in la <laughs> or something but they never really specified do they it's like metro cops uh, you know they don't they have say <laughs> um <laughs> we're from the tri-cities area so on the way to the desert uh the school bus breaks down mysteriously its electronics system seems to explode mm-hmm. throwing sparks uh, Mr. H has to get out, uh, tells the kids to be on their own recognizance while he hoofs it back to town for help. Yeah. On the way, he's menaced by strange otherworldly lights. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the uh, the aliens. I uh, Again, we got five guys who were kicked out of their writer's rooms for being the worst Uh writer. (laughs) And they technically, they couldn't be fired and they all came to the table, unwilling to negotiate. So now we have aliens. Yes.
1: Yes. And everything. They're just like, Hey guys, let's do like improv (laughs) class. There's no, no wrong answers.
0: (laughs) No wrong answers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And, uh, so the, so the, the, the icing on the cake here is, as he's walking down the road, uh, Bill, the the drunken FBI agent or is, is swerving all over the road, runs off the road, almost runs over Ralph. Ralph screams and yells and gives this guy the riot act. He's like, oh, the thing is, is this guy is both clearly drunk and incapacitated, but also having car trouble because when he got out and said, oh, I just lost control of my car. I thought he's making an excuse for being drunk, but he uh, had the alien yeah, I- affliction.
0: Yes, the aliens it's the day the earth stood still but localized in this desert on these two guys who are kind of Look destined at, by fate to work together. I get yeah, I let's or destined by aliens. I want to talk fate. about this because but, but but this
1: guy is is he's super drunk. Um, the aliens uh, they, they they look like lighted grapes until they get close and then they turn into full on close encounters of the third kind spaceships. Yeah. And they have this. I thought this was actually a cool touch. Whoever, whichever of the five writers had this idea. <laughs> kudos. <laughs> you should get an extra one percent on the back end. They communicate by turning the radio dial to random snippets uh, yeah. of radio conversation because they can tune into everything simultaneously and they talk by picking out individual mm-hmm. words of broadcast. So it's like, You will go back seat trunk thing. I mean, you know, and I I thought that was actually pretty (laughs) fucking cool.
0: It's it works. It's all right. Um, yeah, here's the close encounters. Uh, they started with, um, fdr's there's nothing to fear but fear itself speech which i'm like okay that's like i it's like the biblical angels coming to earthlings and being like do not fear me whatever Yeah, that's cool too but then they do a hitler speech (laughs) they do tune in for a brief hitler speech which also apparently in 1981 if you're just like dialing through the am stations you'll get uh right <laughs> fdr and hitler both i mean am A- got weird
1: back in the 80s man you don't know <laughs> yeah, so it's um
0: it's i don't know i it's it's flabbergasting this this show again it's saved by its absolute bizarreness but the effect of the aliens looks pretty good honestly like they brought in george lucas for one minute
1: yeah oh god i wonder if that oh, actually hey, literally okay. is something they reuse from close encounters because it looks too good it looks it, it looks too it looks, good yeah totally um yeah. so the aliens say here's the thing the aliens go through this kabuki act of the radio and then they just send down the dead fbi agent and manipulate his body to just talk to <laughs> them as a ghost
0: them. I manipulate his body do you think they're using like telekinesis on a corpse i
1: don't i mean because he says he's dead he looks dead this guy looks yeah. ashy as fuck he's
0: like it's he's true. like greenish purple he's a zombie
1: looking man yeah
0: that's well that is true he looks like um in day of the dead the zombies in day of i think the this dead. is like wearing an edgar
1: suit is what i think's happening <laughs> And he, and he says... <laughs> There's a bunch of cockroaches in there. <laughs> this, this setup is a fever dream. He says to them, now listen. Uh, I'm going to give you this case that contains a super suit. And you, and you've never met each other until today, you're going to be the boss of him, and you're going to go through all uh-huh. the problems of the world to solve and make all the command decisions about it. But this guy's going to pilot the suit. And if either of you do not want to participate in this scheme, it's okay. The suit will disintegrate in seven days. Also, this Ralph guy is the only person on the whole planet that can wear the suit.
0: <laughs> oh, is that wait? I didn't. I didn't catch yeah, no, that. They well, did. They did, did make so that clear. I thought anyone that could wear. Well, it's because um, he's literally the only person with a twig-like enough frame well, they, it, they the They, the suit I, they said first something the about
1: his, like, genetic compatibility or something, I thought.
0: Oh, I mean, I have At this point, in when I was watching this, I was more focused on, like, oh, Aaron's gonna hate me. Why have I done no, this? No, man, because it's... it's <laughs> this was it's, a huge this mistake. Is a, <laughs>
1: this is a really fun one to cover. It's a shit show, but those can be fun. <laughs> the thing is, is like... Is it? Did they pick him because he's the bluest-eyed, blondest, whitest person on the planet? Are are the are the aliens white supremacists too? Is it just white supremacists on the Uh, top at
0: the bottom? They're they're appearing as above, so below in the in the desert at the white supremacist compound, playing uh, Hitler over the radio,
1: manipulating the body of a black man who was killed by white supremacy.
0: Not like theoretic this or systemic, like actual white supremacists <laughs> I don't know. You know how there's that theory that the Nazis that escaped World War Two live on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's who these <laughs> aliens the are. The Iron Sky. They are the
1: Nazis.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd yeah. be. Uh, that's. That makes as much sense as anything else in God, here. What'd you
1: think of the zombie man touching hands with his partner through the glass, like they were lovers, and this is the, well, the final you know, conjugal visit before death row? I, it was weird.
0: You, you probably get pretty close to your I guess FBI that's true. partner, maybe. I, I, Did Mulder and Scully well, ever be in
1: that subversive? Like this is an Edgar Hoover. Like this guy might be. Because he's super fucking American and he hates commies and he might have been like mm. in love with his partner. Nah, this show's not that, not that smart.
0: Ernst? All I'm going to say is Ernst von Rome. All right, let's, <laughs> let's move on. So uh, Mr. H returns to
1: the bus. He's got, uh, he, he found an instruction manual in the case and he tucked it back into the suitcase, the literal suitcase but it works itself yeah, the,
0: the chosen one the one man on the planet who could be trusted with this suit by the way immediately fucks it yeah, up <laughs> he drops
1: cd he, he, as he's walking uh it slips out of his case and is lost in the desert um so he has no idea Believe how to use it or this. Not, yeah
0: but would it be written in an alien language anyway or would it be written in like now dial to at, at six forty five and twenty three seconds, dial well, to Well, I think
1: what they did is they uh, possessed one oh two point one possessed the the body of a copywriting clerk and they had him transcribe the manual in English. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's some hilarious translation errors that probably would have got him killed if he had actually read it. So this is actually uh-huh. better. This is actually better what happened
0: They had their they had their army of neo Nazis kill a translator. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned the FBI agent guy just says this piece is out.
1: As soon as the aliens leave, he's like, nope, fuck your box. Fuck all this. You can go to the loony bin if you want. I'm out of here.
0: Which is reasonable. That's a reasonable, (laughs)
1: rational response to what just happened. Of course. Um,
0: I'm having a psychotic break uh, because I just uh, drunk drove, killed a man in the desert. My partner. And uh, this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: yeah he
0: did he, no i didn't just run over my own partner uh <laughs> uh he came back as a zombie alien uh uh so mr mr hinkle
1: goes back to the bus uh the kids have already started taking it apart it's a fucking mess he tells not put it back together Rhonda uh, asks if he can by the way the previous
0: this, teacher yeah. called
1: her romance me Rhonda."
0: Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, she has a thing for she teachers. Thing for she's teachers. like, do you love me? She's like,
1: yeah, do you love me? Do you like me? Uh, my mom. she's hot. For my teacher. mom says it's interesting, my mom says I'm a whore, but she's a whore, too. Yeah. So what does she know about it? It's it's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> right? And Mr. Hinkle, he's, you know, he's like, look, I'm just your teacher. I can't help you with any of that kind of stuff. And then she instantly turns on him. Right. You know, she's she's scorned. So she says, I hope Tony hurts you tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. Um, we have a scene that will not make sense until the end of the next episode and it still is not going to make a lot of sense but it's a man in a suit chewing out the putative vice president over his speech performance oh this is going to make sense at some point not really it's going to be part <laughs> okay. but, uh, the, the guy who's chewing out the vice president plays the senator from Nevada in the godfather part 2 so that was kind of a thrill to see this guy. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's a real hard ass. Um, have you seen The Godfather? Right. I've not ever seen any Godfather. Man, no. we're, we're going to have to swap movie experiences. I'm going to have to watch the good the, ba- or, uh, yeah, the good, the Bad, The Ugly, and then you're going to have to watch The Godfather. Hey, you've
0: seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, right? I have. I
1: have but, like, okay. I'm telling you, we, right. need to, we, need to, we need to fill this this Godfather hole for you. Anyway okay fun fact he is the senator from nevada who uh hates italians in godfather 2 and it ends we'll We'll be back to talk more about why is mr Feeney a car after this quick break here are the highlights coming up this week on bald move our coverage of Hot D, Fire and Blood and Dead, 1980s Shogun miniseries continues, but then on Tuesday, for the first time in 35 years, we asked the question, Who framed Roger Rabbit? Hop aboard the train to Toontown as we revisit this incredible blending of live action and animation to see if it still holds up all this time later.
2: Then on Wednesday, we get our first look at Blake Crouch's mind-bending sci-fi series, Dark Matter first two episodes drop simultaneously on Apple TV Plus, and we'll have a pair of podcasts quantumly linked ready for you to observe. You can find these and many other great podcasts by searching for Bald Move Pulp or Bald Move Prestige in your favorite
1: podcast app. And now we're back with more. Why is Mister Feeney a car? Okay, There's, so so he's like, so so the vice president's warming up to give a speech where he says, "I might be committing political suicide," but apparently he's breaking with the president on a bunch of social issues. It, I, I don't right. even think the writers, if you held them at gunpoint. Pumped them full of truth serum and shook them and asked violently what the fuck is going on here what the fuck is that the actual issue they would not they would not be able to answer to save their lives mm-hmm. uh well
0: i mean first contact would perhaps um divide politicians on how to handle that like the president wants to let everyone know that the aliens are real and they're out there. They're handing out hundreds of these suits, by the way. Right, hate. <laughs> right. And, and
1: uh, for everyone to random. give the us, they're giving three to the fucking Reds.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Sick commie bastards. Um, Mr. H gets home six hours late to the babysitter. This poor woman was supposed to be relieved at six o'clock. She's been there. It's mm-hmm. now almost midnight. Uh, she she does pick his pocket to to make up for it, so I Not, guess that's cool.
0: It's true. But this is why you don't just randomly take your class into the desert. Yeah, 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 with no, as a with teacher. no forethought. Because even if the aliens
1: hadn't showed up, you're still, like, maybe only two hours later, you know? Like, you're you're still really <laughs> fucking late. <laughs> you lied to your babysitter, you son of a bitch. So, um, the Vice President's going on in the background. He's saying... He's saying that <laughs> as the business community fails, our entire nation fails. And I'm already like, boo, boo. That's never been true. Yeah. Bullshit. But, um, yeah, he's got his points. Uh, meanwhile, Mr. Hinkley. Wow. Maybe you should be wearing the red suit. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, Mr. Hinkley goes and, uh, I guess Ralph, uh, he goes and opens up the case and starts messing with the suit. He gets called by a lawyer by the name of Pam. Turns out he's got a custody battle for his adorable little six year old, seven year old son. His wife uh-huh. He's, is a professional that travels, and I don't know. There's, it's, it's a whole deal. I don't really care.
0: I don't. I definitely don't think he should have custody. I don't know the wife. Yes, but from but, what I've
1: seen in the hour forty I've yeah. spent with this family, the mother has yeah. to be better.
0: Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. <laughs> This could even be a foster family kind of a situation. It's that bad.
1: <laughs> uh, so she makes it clear to him that he has to be at an appointment tomorrow at noon after he gets his ass kicked mm-hmm. by Tony so that he can have his custody hearing so he doesn't lose his kid uh, who's with him at, right. uh, at the time. Uh, meanwhile, the kid comes in and's like, Dad, Dad, what are you doing? He's trying on the thing. He doesn't want his son to see. So he locks the door. Hastily puts on a robe and makes his son think he's doing something really weird in that bedroom. His son is clocking something weird and shameful is going on in that bedroom.
0: Yeah, yeah they they do treat him wearing the suit as though if he gets seen wearing this, uh he will be immediately institutionalized, which almost happens. What the
1: thing is, is like, I think this, this seems crazy to a modern audience because if you were in any kind of social situation, you saw a person wearing a super suit, you would not think that's a crazy person. You'd think, Oh, there must be a a gin con or they must be some kind of comic or something's going on. Right. Everyone thinks that back in the eighties, it was like a colloquialism like cops would show up. and it's like this right. guy's got his fucking tights and cape on like you've lost your fucking mind if you're dressing as an adult dressing like a superhero. So it's a, this weird kind of like cultural artifact that I don't think people would get anymore.
0: Yeah, it's true in, in this era of convention and everything and just like elaborate Halloween costumes. Like, if I can see a f- someone in a full Master Chief and just be like, oh, cool Master Chief costume. Yeah, like. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, But, like, I do feel like it was kind of realistic that if you saw a person just parading around in tights and a cape, you would think they were fucking crazy. Um,
0: Did they not have luchadores in the 80s, though? Come on. Well, I mean, well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, no one
1: would, okay, no one would bat an eye if you're dressed like that at, like, a carnival or a state fair or like you know like places where you'd expect something to be or a, a but uh, like yeah like in the bathroom of a, a convenience store where you got your right. kid you know i don't know right um so uh he also there there the real we talk about super friends they actually show super friends on the television his son's watching it. he's watching Did it and he you it. know the the whole message <laughs> of truth justice peace for all mankind you can see him getting inspired uh, of what he could do good with the suit
0: and he looks directly into the camera. After mm-hmm. that, piece justice, he's just—he's doing like, it right now. Oh, yeah! It's uh very fourth wall shattering gazing. I would say that's one say. of, mini- that's
1: yeah. one of, that's one of the suits' mini superpowers.
0: <laughs> it breaks the fourth wall, right?
1: He's got the heat vision, just shatters it. Uh, uh-huh. So there's this scene here now where he's gonna—he's gonna talk to his son, and he's like, "Hey, look, uh, you want to live with me? Or you want to live with your mom?" And boy this is like a six-year-old kid being put in the middle of this shit Uh uh-huh they yeah
0: who do you love more mommy or daddy we we got
1: we got a lot of development as a society to do from the 80s of how we treat divorce Uh and parent custody and i'd still think we're not doing it perfect but holy shit uh
0: Kid also in the front seat of the car. Right, no seat. Are they, yeah, I was gonna say, are they even? Are there?
1: Are even seatbelts installed in the car? I don't think they are. No, <laughs> probably not. Um, I don't know if that's a made. For, to the I don't know That's a made-for-Hollywood deal because I've heard that like a lot of times they don't wear seatbelts in movies because it interferes with this, that, and the other. But pretty right. wild. Yeah. Wait, I. Seat, not wearing seatbelts was not illegal when I was this age because I was this kid's age at this time. And they didn't make you wear shit, no is and you it's and, and you didn't do you know that's harm. right. I lived, I was just fine. I went into <laughs> three fucking head on collisions, and I was fine, but <laughs> injected from each and every one. you'll never guess jesse like i i i sometimes I see these these twenty year old kids uh they'll be they'll they'll remark about something like COVID, responses to covid restrictions or wanting to ban gas stoves because they're, it turns out they're actually dangerous and they really do a number on your air quality and stuff like that. They're like, imagine back in the days when, when seatbelts were, when laws are passed. Imagine people oh, complaining about it. Like, Dude, they fucking Never. did. They fucking did. Yeah. When that shit happened mm-hmm. in the eighties, mm-hmm. people said the same shit. It's oh, yeah. infringing on your oh, freedoms. Yeah. And it's fucking government intruding on their rights where they didn't need to, and blah it's 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 all it's it's always been the same. it's always been the same as far as I can tell.
0: well, humans don't really change that much from generation to generation no, it's a, it it it's, it's a struggle
1: it's it's a constant struggle um yeah, speaking of struggle, the principal meets him at the door where he's about to get his ass kicked by Tony mm. and says there's some drunk clown." in the school upper school bathroom. He's specific about the upper right. school bathroom. Like some Harry Potter type of direction on this shit. <laughs> and the prefects bathroom uh throwing up. Uh, uh and guess who guess who it is, Jesse?
0: Uh is it Bill? It's Bill. It's Bill. And so a couple of times I've had friends like apply for jobs with the government where they have to get a security clearance. And, um, part of that security clearance is you have to like, have people vouch for you. Basically. Has this ever happened with you? Uh, I've never had to so, vouch like, for
1: someone for, and some kind of intelligence uh, operation. No, uh-uh. th-
0: this has happened to me twice where uh, a person from the government Like, a a friend of mine applied for a government intelligence job. Mm -hmm. They had to be like, list three friends and we'll go interview them about you. And one of those times, uh, a guy, the guy that conducted the interview, we went to the UW library and he, like, pulled out his, like, badge and was like, I need to have a room so that I can talk. And the person was just like, absolutely, do whatever you want. This guy's an FBI agent. I don't know why, like, he isn't just like, hey, I work for the FBI. I need to talk to Bill Hingley. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Instead, he's, like, just throwing up in the bathroom.
1: But he also let a school teacher take his gun and throw it into the desert. Like, he, I don't think he's at his best right now.
0: <laughs> is he actually an FBI agent? I think, yeah, no, I think he is.
1: It's just, I think, isn't it, like, low-key supposed to be grieving his partner? Because he says in this scene, like, I haven't drank for 10 years. That's why I'm so fucking worthless right now. And it's so funny because he says, I don't believe in alien shit. I'm a buy the book kind of guy. The guy who's drunk driving almost killed somebody. Yeah. I'll totally buy the book kind of guy. Uh, I don't like things <laughs> getting over in the margins. What the fuck does that mean? Uh But he's like on this. He's finally on board. boards. Like, we have to figure this whole suit situation out. And he demands on running the show. He asks if the guy's read the manual yet. He's asked if he's tried on the suit yet. And he just peppers him with a whole bunch of establishment type questions.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like this is one of the many periods in the pilot that things kind of stall out. And
1: right. Because it's padding, padding,
0: padding for the the future length so Uh, speaking of padding they put some padding on their face and hands amazing
1: segue jay uh
0: (laughs) thank you (laughs) tony tony is now
1: okay tony and them are boxing and even though the tony is obviously much younger much stronger much physically larger he is the dirtiest fucking fighter in the game he he gets a like after the bells rung and and mr h turns his back he gets a rabbit punch in the back of his head he tries to fucking yeah. trip him into round three. And despite all this, Mr. H sticks and moves, moves and sticks and fights uh-huh. him to a, uh, a, 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 a one, one and draw. So they just tie. Right. Which is an unsatisfying I think conclusion.
0: He, he like, does he like resign after a round or something? I don't know. But he's, he's winning the respect of these troubled, right. quote unquote, teams. Right. It's troubled 35 year olds. They're twenty teen at
1: this point. So after the fight, uh Mr. or Tony uh talks to Ralph, Mr. Mr. Hinckley in the bathroom and apologizes in the locker room. without apologizing. And then said, Hey, you might be all right, Mr. H, but you better stay away from my squeeze. He's talking about Rhonda. And he's like, Look,
0: yeah, I'm not... I'm not trying to fuck your high school. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to dick down your high school, (laughs)
1: sweetheart. Uh, You just need to show you show her respect. The same kind of respect you're trying to show me. Whoa, Mr. Ray, she's a girl. You don't respect women. And he's like, actually, maybe (laughs) try and buy her flowers. Wait, what the? You know, I don't know. He's he ain't no Cary Grant. Uh, this this is a this is a weird guy. I didn't like it very much.
0: Yeah, uh, it's. It's like someone doing an impersonation of a greaser. Too. It, it's it's just... Christopher
1: Walken doing an impersonation of a greaser.
0: <laughs> hey, Ms. I, I don't know why when you I say that, no care, I want to try the impersonation. I know, but it's
1: so hard. It's so hard. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like a hairpin curve, man. You just fly off and out uh, of control. So Mr. H pulls out of the, the lot, uh, foolishly thinking he's going to keep his appointment with the child custody hearing. And a blue van pulls out, obviously tailing him. Uh, A a semi is jackknifed in the middle of the road doing some kind of construction forcing Uh, Ralph to go off-road. Now, I honestly don't understand why he pulls over and gives up trying to get to the location. Like, is this semi blocking the literal only way to get to the courthouse?
0: (laughs) It's um... (laughs) a... It's a small town in California, wherever they live. I mean, it just I guess it doesn't make back. Lot. It doesn't make any sense. Like, like I, I thought
1: maybe he realized he's being tailed, and he That's was moving the ditch just... it. But no, he just moves and he tries. He, I think they never say it, but I think he's going to this payphone to call and say I'm going to be late, and then he considers using his suit.
0: Right. Yeah. Again five worst writers no wrong answers yeah so
1: he decides to take the suit into the bathroom of this convenience uh-huh. store and he's so prissy about it he's lined the floor with toilet paper yes. oh my god
0: i don't want to i don't want to step in pee oh
1: my god uh so he's in he's, he's he's putting on his cape as a man walks in with his six or seven year old boy and this man is aghast. He is thinking this man is psychotic. Yeah. He is maybe trying to dress uh-huh. up as Superman to pre- prey on young people. Uh, <laughs> he's he's like, he calls the cops on the guy.
0: <laughs> he does. He complains to the manager first and then calls the cops as well. You got to do something about that guy. Yeah, yeah. And then the blue van shows back up. Yeah. Why did he stop? Why didn't he just continue driving to your right?
1: Yeah, I don't. Maybe he's just running late because of the Tony talk, but, like, my God, how close did you schedule your time, man? Um. So <laughs> the blue man group, so I'm going to call the blue man, the blue van, the blue group, van, group. the blue <laughs> van group is uh, pulling up to check on this guy. Can't find him at the C store because Al Ralph's back in an alley trying in, and he's got his clothes changed into his super suit and he's trying to figure out how to fly. And the kid that his dad was afraid that he was going to molest <laughs> has wandered outside yep. his father's vision while he's caught talking to police uh-huh. about the fruitcake that's in the cape that's trying to molest kids in the bath. Well. Bathroom. Maybe that's why Dad was
0: so concerned, is this, um, this kid This kid is very, well, less vulnerable. <laughs> fair. He keep, he's constantly wandering away. His stranger danger <laughs>
1: does not exist. He has no yeah, functional no. stranger danger awareness. So <laughs> he says, Mr. Mister, Mister, don't you know you got to take three steps, you got to jump like you mean yeah. it, and you got to put both hands out like Superman.
0: Alien should have given this kid the suit.
1: So... He tries. Said the aliens would just molest. Them. He has to set his clothes down to try this. He does it and he takes off into a totally uncontrolled flight. He is crooming. Yes.
0: this is the, first this of is all. A
1: thing. Well, how would you describe the quality of these effects,
0: Jay? Um, I would say blockbuster esque. I would say special effects. Um, award guaranteed. <laughs> Um, Would you say this
1: guy looks cool flying through the air?
0: Well, he's not supposed to. But <laughs> think also,
1: like, do you think that this is 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 it cool? No, is it oh. funny? And if it's funny this time, well, how much longer do you think it'll be funny for?
0: Now it's also not funny, but I don't know what things were like back in 1981. I was I'm negative fair. five at this point. This might have looked good. That's the thing is, like, I
1: think people like you always hear you always hear stories about like when, when cinema was first born that like they would do these wild tricks like they would show a train coming out of a tunnel right. towards a camera yeah. and the whole audience would go like <gasps> and they'd dash out of the way because like oh my god that thing's coming at you and it looks so fucking real because they were too stupid to real like right they don't have the frame <laughs> of reference to deal with it all you hear about no, they
0: were just stupid yeah, no,
1: you, you hear about like the war of the worlds where this guy gets into it and he says their aliens are going to invade as a as a tv show uh, and people start like getting shotguns and taking over towns and like mm-hmm. going berserk because they think it's real right
0: yeah um, or like how people thought 9-11 actually happened right yeah Complete fools. yeah, yeah, and yeah rubes
1: rubes is what we're talking about here <laughs> uh i think yes. i don't know maybe i'm maybe this
0: st- television air was just
1: so fucking stupid that you just didn't have to try that hard. Like, I would like to see a, an actual, legit, good show. I've seen entertaining shows. Like, I think Dukes of Hazard is very right. entertaining. I think Knight Rider is very entertaining. I'd like to see, like, a good uh, show. Like, which what's the good one? Like, like yeah, was Hill Street Blues really... good, or was it just better than this shit? Ma- MASH was good, right? Was, I mean, I don't know. Like, the other thing is, like, if you have 30 episodes a year that you have to make, are uh. all of them good?
0: I don't know. MASH might just be entertaining. MASH might be entertaining. I like MASH. Have you watched a lot of MASH? I haven't watched a lot of MASH. I will sit down and watch MASH. Like, it's a a good... Oh, man, it's definitely an entertaining show. I don't know if it's good. When did TV start becoming good? Was it Was it Breaking Bad? Was that no, the first good show? Know. Some people say Oz. What was the first good show? Like, uh, Supra- Oz? Sopranos
1: is there. Like Lost, I think uh, people say Lost because it had like. Lost? It's, it's when, it's, Lost was not Well, but good. here's the thing. It's when shows stop becoming episodic which, you know, just based on, like, a random thing of the week that you have characters just kind of going through this machine that's just a content machine versus, like, you're trying to tell a story chapter by chapter by chapter. Because television before, like, The X-Files, you just didn't really do that, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, but at the same time, Days of Our Lives is, like...
1: Well, yeah, you're right, the soap opera. 60 years
0: old. Like, what's less episodic than a soap opera? This is
1: true. You do have me there. Oh, dude. So maybe what soap operas were actually the good television of the day.
0: Yeah. What if, what if for season three, Housewives of can't of be Why wrong, is Mr. Phoenix a car? Does daytime soap? We we just do daytime soaps. Or we get, we choose one How would and we, we watch. Do it? What
1: story? Because you'd have to do a storyline. You'd have to like go into a season of like we
0: watch it new we watch it we watch days of our lives lives we no no uh like we watch the days of our lives that's on tomorrow oh (laughs) shit well that's in now
1: that's definitely (laughs) uh, off the ballywick or the what do you call it the out of our wheelhouse (laughs) but you know uh,
0: that could maybe be really funny my mom was a huge Days of Our Lives watcher, so I know all this like late 90s, early 2000s Days of Our Lives mm. lore, and I think I got maybe Best Era Days of Our Lives, I got Possessed Marlena Days of Our Lives. <laughs> that sounds which delightful. I, I think, anyway, we're off, we're off, aren't we? We're off our belly wick. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten
1: way off, no ballys, no wicks to be seen. Um, so he he uh the and the theme song comes on real strong. Oh, that was actually that's one of the things I really liked mm. about when he every time he tries to make an a ab-
0: fake out uh, an yeah. abortive
1: attempt, the, the the orchestra swells and the theme song starts and it cuts off when he yeah. can't make it. Um it was
0: legitimately
1: funny. Yeah, that was the first time I laughed intentionally with the writer's intent. <laughs> uh so so he he takes off, he crooms like a, a ping pong ball, he knocks his own self out running into a brick wall at the end of this alley. Uh, the blue man, the blue van group turns out to be a private eye who is just snapping yeah. Polaroid, after Polaroid after Polaroid after Polaroid of this guy drunk, passed out, knocked out in an alley in his ridiculous costume. Uh, right. And the cops pick him up and see these clearly insane and take him to the psych ward. And I believe that is the natural pause of the two episode pilot. So, Is it? Yeah, I think so. But uh, it's not a natural pause for this here podcast, so let's keep on rolling. (laughs)
3: Actually, it would be a sick place to put
1: a commercial break. I'm going to actually
3: pre-flag
1: that and see what happens. Uh We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. Here are the weekly highlights coming up this week on Bald Move.
2: Apple TV is releasing a new series based on Blake Crouch's novel Dark Matter. Aaron and I are big fans of his work, so we're picking up the new show on day one. Join us this Wednesday for the preview podcast.
1: The Shogun limited series might be over, but that doesn't mean our Shogun coverage has to end. We've got the wrap-up podcast releasing this Tuesday, where we'll consider all your feedback and final thoughts on the series. And because we like the show so much, we decided to go all the way back to 1980 to cover the first TV adaptation of the novel. Do what you can to find a copy and join us this Thursday for the first of our four-part podcast in the 1980 Shogun miniseries.
2: And finally, the latest first-run movie, The Fall Guy, features Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling. He's a stuntman tasked with finding the star of his ex-girlfriend's movie when he suddenly goes missing. Is it a rom-com? Yes. Does that mean I'll automatically hate it? Not if the trailer lives up to its promise. Join us for the podcast on Bald Move Pulp this Thursday night.
1: You can find these and many other great podcasts by searching for Bald Move Pulp or Bald Move Prestige in your favorite podcast app.
2: We're about 10 weeks out from House of the Dragon Season 2, and it's time to prepare for war. Which in our case means, well, watching a lot of Hot D and reading a lot of Fire and Blood. Each week between now and June 16th, Maester Anthony
1: and his co-host Steve are hosting a watch of each episode of Hot D Season 1. And then me and Jim are going to host a discussion of the differences between the events on that episode and how they're recounted
2: in George R.R. Martin's historical tome, Fire and Blood. That's right, I've resorted to reading dragon books. God help us all. We'll see if my fresh eyes add any new insights or predictions into Season 2. Arm yourselves with all the lore you can for the battles ahead. House of the Dragon returns June 16th, but we've got you covered until then. Check out all of our upcoming Hot D coverage on the Hot D feed or on Bald Move Pulp, available wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: And now we're back with more. Why is Mister Feeney a car? So the, the the cops drop him off the hospital. Tell him he's tell this staff that he's running on pure ether.
0: Yeah, which is um actually a medical diagnosis in 1981.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's like 1950s dialogue. <laughs> like this was the, a, his
0: vapors are off, ma'am. This is the
1: 85 year old writer who's been writing since like the Dick Van Dyke <laughs> Show, and he just won't die.
0: Yeah, listen, we can't fire him. Right. He will lose his dialysis and die. We gotta find a place for this guy. He's in the Greatest American Hero writing room. Right, right.
1: <laughs> he's like in a wheelchair with like an IV drip uh-huh. or something. He just wheezes <laughs> the, out.
0: He's in an iron lung. Yeah. They built the writer's room around him. When I, when, when, back when, back
1: when I was, uh, when I was, a uh, young <laughs> strapping writer, we used to call the crazies, say they, say they were sucking on ether. I saw per-
0: Charlie Chaplin, and he was running on pure <laughs> ether. All right, technically he was roll, he was holding the talking feather at the moment, so it goes in the script. That's the rules we decided on.
1: <laughs> so Ralph is going through the horrifying prospect of being committed to a hospital against his will as a sane person, and is being played for laughs, which is delightful. Um, while uh-huh. this is happening, he starts getting this premonition. He can see through the wall like a yes. teleporter that his buddy Bill is being
0: menaced. It's unclear because he's not seeing through the wall. So he's projecting uh, contemporary meaningful stuff. Yeah. Kind of like when Luke Skywalker was in Dagobah, yeah. and he's like, "My friends are being tortured." Yeah, it's that. It's I guess it's a plot hook. But he has plot hooko vision. Yeah, it has to be projected on a flat surface like a wall or a mirror.
1: That's true. This uh, and he sees Bill being menaced by these white supremacists who are all dressed like priests, <laughs> like a Jehovah's Witness assassin squad. Oh, yeah,
0: you know what? The the aviators are
1: coming back off. <laughs> <laughs> um so pam stops by and says hey you missed your fucking meeting by the way i just got a call from the uh, the cops uh oh you missed your meeting your wife hired a pi she's got a whole bunch of pictures of you in a fucking super suit passed out in the alley (laughs) uh meanwhile the cops call and say you're in the nut house i have serious doubts about your case here your child custody case Uh he, but, but, as, so she reads Morata, he starts throwing a fit and says, I got to get out of here. He leaves the room and with this, this, uh, I guess, instinctual use of the super suit starts throwing orderlies
0: around. Uh, they know his. F- oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of flipping stunt guys. Yeah. yeah. He
1: vaults he into a convertible, which is a VW bug and they take off his, his cape streaming in the wind. It's actually kind of another visually comedic thing. And she says, she calls, she mm. puts a lamp. Uh, She puts a hat on the lamp right is that what you do you you put you 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 lampshade you put a lampshade on the fact that he's doing that but she says would you at least sit on your cape now here's go ahead i think
0: i think lampshading is synonymous with putting a hat on a hat i think those mean the same thing
1: except for like putting a hat on a hat is like in a negative (laughs) context and lampshading something is supposed to put a hat on a lamp (laughs) be like
0: it's like calling attention mm. to I something. That's lampshading was, that but like in attention? a way
1: to like increase suspension uh-huh. of disbelief. Or hat on a hat is something that's so unnecessary, ridiculous. It takes you out of it.
0: It's, I know. If we asked everyone in this writers' room, they I would think exactly, five different and they'd all be wrong. <laughs> they'd all be wrong. Uh, yes. The
1: the craziest thing happens. Jay, after hearing all this, she professes mm. she's his professional lawyer she professes her love for him
0: bonkers fucking bonkers and he says oh my
1: god i was thinking after this case was over we could date and she's like i'm way ahead of you not only have we talked about this for the first time but my parents are coming next week to meet you and you gotta stop all this cape alien shit
0: what this wait the parents are coming i don't know she says she goes, she
1: goes my parents are coming next week to meet you and you cannot be doing this cape and alien stuff they'll think you're crazy
0: yeah she's not just in love but they're basically engaged to be wed at this point they're making when did plans she invite her parents she's, what was, the,
1: was she's like hey i want you to come and meet my client I'm representing him and his son in the custody battle.
0: <laughs> it's, it, is, it, it is pending divorce. Yeah. case. Like, uh, I what? mean, it's so bizarre. What,
1: what? It's so bizarre.
0: Like if you're into uh, single dads, I mean, be a, a sexy divorce lawyer. You're gonna <laughs> You're going to have your pick yeah. of a litter. Uh, Yeah. It's again, it's just like, of course yeah. they're in love. And he never questions it but for a second. Well, the thing is, is everything he says here, like,
1: I, we know that he's telling the truth and this is actually happening to him, but this sounds like literal deep delusion. Like, it's pan delusional. It's a government man mm. and an alien have given me superpowers and a clairvoyance. Like, it's like every crazy thing you've ever heard on Artfell Coast to Coast in one fucking story. <laughs> if he was the son of fucking neptune this he would have gotten a bingo
0: this is um this is what kanye west thinks he actually yeah, is this, right this now is, this, is
1: the, <laughs> this is the this is the this, the universal force that crazy people oh, tap into man. apparently
0: Hassan piker has this hilarious bit to me where he's when a, when a when a middle-aged guy starts going a bit nutty he's like this this man is a victim of divorce court <laughs> and that's literally it deranges you. yeah
1: just it's, it's just there's nothing you can do yeah. and this is the same thing has happened to this man as a, apparently as a,
0: as a middle-aged man who's been through divorce court i've been i got a little deranged True. by the process True. so yeah i i might have a I might have imagined a super sexy divorce lawyer who instantly fell in love with me, and I and I got superpowers, and my new best friend works for the FBI. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, the and other aliens.
1: thing common about these five washed-up writers that they have all just gone through a bitter divorce or are going yeah, through one yeah. from the yeah. same yeah. woman. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. He arrives, he's compelled to arrive at this area. He's guided by the spirit force, uh, to this compound uh-huh. and, uh, over her protestations, because she still think at this point, thinks he's crazy. Uh,
0: but she also, also loves, loves him. Loves him. him and wants this is where him. she tells him <laughs> that like my, my parents are coming <laughs> in
1: seven days. You've got to stop all this Superman, Lois Lane talk. Um, so he clumsily flies Fuck over bananas, a fence and promptly crashes into a tree. It's not cool. Right. It's not funny already. Um something is funny is he's sneaking around this giant compound in a bright red suit in broad daylight, but he's doing the classic like slinking against a wall and like taking exaggerated <laughs> tiptoe steps and all that stuff. It's just really. It's like Sam Fisher.
4: It's Sam true. Fisher in Splinter
1: Cell should have this skin that he can unlock because it's just high comedy to watch this guy sneak about. Um,
0: uh, well, it turns out he's not very good no. at it.
1: So he, 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 he lets himself be discovered by the Mix Clean Club and he takes off with pretty really convincing super speed. Uh,
0: Wait. You're kidding, right? I mean, they, I don't know
1: how just, they did it, but they make him look like he's running faster than a person should be able to look. I like, I, I like him. I like the, I like the smoking footprints.
0: Oh, uh, okay. That. Yeah. Smoking yeah. footprints. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like how
1: he, he, he has it's to like crazy. skate at the, because he's got no brakes. So he's just like digging his heels into the, the path. I don't know. It's 1981. What do you want? Uh...
0: He's having a psychotic coping episode now here
1: on <laughs> uh, meanwhile, they're sweating bill in the back room uh Bill's got big. What are you gonna do? Stab me type energy from a guy who eventually gets stabbed because mm-hmm. he's just having none of these uh tough white supremacist bullshit like they're threatening him with cattle prods and genital torture, and he's like, do it I've been i you know what what God what is his exact I've been, I've been worked over by better switch hitters than you. Like he's just like, yes, yeah, fucking nail this guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got my fingernails torn out in Dubai. Uh, somehow
1: he's realized that the, so the Senator from Nevada that I called out early, his name's Nelson Corey. And he's a, allegedly the richest man in the world. And he's juicing up these white supremacist guys. And Bill has figured it out only too late. Uh, Ralph is able to remote view Bill's impending torture, and he decides enough is enough, and he's gonna try to like, Night Industries 2000 through a concrete wall. And impressively, God,
0: don't he makes drink. it like
1: halfway through. It takes him two attempts, but he yeah. does eventually bust through there.
0: Yeah. I like the guys, like, as the wall almost starts collapsing, it's just business as usual, giving him ample right. time for another well, What would another, you do? You're like, what the fuck just ahead.
1: happened? Like, did someone wreck in, like, and, you know, like, do you stop the torturing right yeah. then? Do you evacuate the room? And now this guy's in there, and he's, he's <laughs> stage-throwing. you left, right, and center. Yeah, all right. Uh, um... Oh, he effortlessly breaks the oh, handcuffs. Man. That was kind of cool. Like I yeah. feel like they—the the one thing that they do it, well on this show, the one superpower they sell—is the super strength.
0: Yes, and there's a lot of handcuff yeah. breaking. Yeah. Which I feel like—I feel like the wrist would break before the handcuff does. Oh, if you're
1: if you're snapping someone else out of the handcuffs.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet
1: you could do it.
0: I mean, you'd have to be real careful in the application. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who's
1: real careful.
0: No, he's not, as we will find out at the in the very last dragging, dragging minutes. Uh, So they have this
1: elaborate intercom system that calls out the entire mix clean club. The doom buggies uh, are. They get the dune buggies warmed up uh, and he flies them both over the wall with like an extremely painful landing. And Bill's like, why the fuck did you do that? He's like, I'm telling you, I don't know how to do this shit. Uh, And what's funny is Bill is really slow getting into the Volkswagen Beetle. Like you can see that he he is moving.
0: Oh, Jesus. He's like, that was, I just, that was a 30 foot drop on the
1: cement, son.
0: (laughs) That's funny. He is actually selling it a lot more, that actor. It's like, I'm an old man you know, in this. There's a couple this. people I, to put their fucking really back hurt. in
1: this episode. The one, his partner, what was his name? M- 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 McNally or whatever. Jeez, he know. When he was driving that dune buggy, I don't think he was actually moving. I think he was sitting on a stationary dune buggy with a, a fan <laughs> blowing in his face. Yeah. Like, he sold terror yeah. and barely in control of that dune buggy. And this guy's selling... Uh, I am an old man who just got dropped 30 foot on cement. They, they put their back into it.
0: This, this guy's, there's there's high quality. uh, This guy is
1: Robert Culp, by the way, (laughs) but I don't know any of these, these other people. I don't think anything was ever made of them, but, uh, Robert Culp, you'll recognize from television. He was famous on I spy. Uh, he had a recurring, he's been on uh, everybody loves Raymond. Uh, yeah, you'll, what? you'll,
0: you'll wreck. Oh, he's the mom. The mom. And everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> yes. You know, Deborah. Yeah, you got
1: it. You got it. Um, <laughs> And he voices Raymond's brother. That's actually a dub. That guy's voice is comically high yeah. in real life. Brad Garrett.
0: Uh-huh. And he does, he does, he, he puppeteers the puppet known as Ray Romano. A lot of people don't know. That's not Rocky a real Cooney guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... I was thinking Alf.
1: They, but, uh... Uh, the Senator from Nevada turns out he is the same guy as Nelson. Corr. I think I explained that uh, he's doing God knows what in some kind of tactical bunker. Uh, they are, I guess this is their, their scheme is just to make the vice president president. It's a coup. It's a coup attempt. Again, nothing ever changes. Yeah. It's the They're... same as it ever was. Same it, as it ever
0: was. Um, Pam. Is this before or after the, the scene where the uh lady lawyer oh, this, is, this is before <laughs> Tells this, him, this is, is before shut the fuck up yeah and stop bill picturing. gets to be cam okay.
1: here bill's the sexist pig um and it's
0: like yeah it, he's like she's probably some sort of feminist <laughs> right
1: uh for whatever that meant in 1981 on on primetime television
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh <laughs> she's some sort of suffragette. Uh, he
1: insists that he's made the command decisions even though he seems to be kind of he's like a drunken dumbass um, and she still right. doesn't think that he's a superhero. She still thinks this is insane. She orders them out of her car. At that point, Ralph decides to pick That's up true, her car huh? to demonstrate that he's got super strength. And she faints. Right. Oh my she does. This a fucking trope. Faith. Oh my god. Oh my god, this happened all the time. Used to happen all the time. Like anytime a character is shocked, they just fucking faint. Oh, yep. it's such a goddamn chore to watch. Um uh, <laughs>
0: You know, you know the thing that's never happened to anyone right. you've known in the history it's of like your It's like in life?
1: anime when the guy gets nosebleeds when a girl kisses him. Like <laughs> it's like this weird cultural thing right. that we all just decided that happened. Like people would get so shocked they would Yeah, that think, definitely
0: doesn't yeah. happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever gotten a nosebleed when they see a collapse, lady. Definitely people not can, me. can fall over, people can get weak in the knees, but they don't
0: like fucking black out, okay? Uh, so, all of this is happening uh, in, a, in a nice little quaint um, covered bridge sort of That's a true. set here. I want to ask, Aaron, hey, what's the deal with covered bridges? Like, the, these do not exist well, where I you. live. I don't know if you guys have them. Let me tell you, them. the Midwest. Uh, what are you afraid? I, You're afraid of getting your bridge wet? What is the point of the covered I was just,
1: bridge? I, just, my, 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 it's so funny because I... I um. Sassy just wearing her covered bridge t-shirt the other day. Uh, Ohio okay. hotbed of covered bridges as is Indiana. So, oh my god. So what? it turns what out that wooden point? bridges when you have like super variable seasons where the sun's beaten down and then the ice blows and blah blah blah, they they last they a hell of a lot longer when it? you put a roof over them. So they started covering the bridges so they would last longer.
0: Doesn't it take but then you have to don't you have to replace the yeah, every roof th-
1: every 20, 30 years, you got to put new shingles on or whatnot. But like, yeah, that's still a that's lot less, bridge, but it's last. a lot less maintenance and work to, to, to replace that than replace the entire oh. bridge. I don't know. That's what the, that's what the story is. all. That's what they tell you when they go on the field trips in in uh, in junior oh, high school, you know? Okay.
0: All right. I guess, I guess there was proper metallurgy by the time they're building bridges in the- Western Washington, yeah, but yeah, this is definitely this is not a thing you will ever right. see where you I all, live. You all a, had like essentially
1: Tarzan-style uh, rope bridges until you just had steel <laughs> bridges, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we went straight from you Tarzan. Were, you
1: were you were colonized uh, well, from the outside in, you know, like from like not not uh, from like you know the the inside out, like the Midwest was. We
0: went from. Um, cocking the wagon and floating, uh, straight to suspension. Yeah, bridge. yeah they
1: invented the Panama Canal <laughs> so and it was no all steel of, of all day from that point on.
0: <laughs> anyway, that was just my little uh, covered bridge aside. Uh, so it turns out Bill's
1: a a crazy, crazy, uh, uh pro oh, yeah. yeah, Cold War, pro capitalism, commie hater. He's warrior. a Cold warrior, like ever, like essentially everyone was. Uh, back in the day, listen, Hick. He's raving about the Soviet laser cannons. He's raving about how he wants to destroy their military uh-huh. assets,
0: and uh... he wants to use the suit. By the way, which they're learning it power by power. At this point, they know that there's right. super strength and right. flight. That's yep. all we know. And he's like, "We can use this to go attack <laughs> nuclear submarines, <laughs> we take, and we can and take Stalin on the entire God. Eastern
1: Bloc, dismantle the Iron Curtain single-handedly." <laughs> right.
0: At this point, we don't know what happens if, if our protagonist <laughs> right, gets shot.
1: Right, <laughs> then, then we'll find out here in a bit. Don't you worry. Um, yeah. And he wants to see. He wants a quote unquote stick, a crooked nest, a crooked stick into the hornet's nest and twist it until they sing. Uh, she wants to go to the authorities. Uh, I guess uh, Ralph is the voice of reason, the middle path, where he's like, "Let's let's uh, play, keep it to ourselves, but play it a little cool." Um, and they yeah. realize at some point that there's riots in l a the national guard's being pulled in, and they yeah. somehow make this leap of logic that this is connected to the vice president visit and then there's... they further decide that it's a ploy to get the vice i don't know how they figure this this part of it out. Did they overhear something in the the Nielsen's layer that i missed
0: i don't I don't know for sure, but like the the whole like L A riot plus white nationalist militia thing it's just like oddly like racial in a in a completely unnecessary way. Yeah, but this is all kind of like
1: helter skelter race war. Mar-
3: that was about race right. yeah, riots. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, like this,
1: it's like yes, it's like it's like children carelessly playing with guns. These plot lines, it's like. You know, right. this, this vice president cynically stoking the, the, you know, by throwing money to the urban areas and going it get on and like, like, and, and that's like bad
0: for business. I don't know. Um, I've, I've, I, I, I want to know where they got this footage from because we get like stock footage of the many
1: of, r- times uh, the downtown areas of America burnt down in the sixties and early seventies. Like,
0: Right, but I'm I'm wondering if it's like the Watts mm, riots. Which one in particular? Like, yeah, it, because it, here's like the National right. Guard being yeah. deployed. Like that was a, that was like racial yeah. unrest in California, yeah. and the Vice President is teamed up with a white nationalist, Christian fascist right. militia
1: with a billionaire, just, with the billionaire bankrolling like, again, same as it ever it's was.
0: Like, that in this writer's room. Like someone needed to come in and just be like, guys, chill. This is a story about a guy who doesn't know how to this use is a super comedy. Suit. Like, stop, like, stop the hate calm, crimes. Calm down with this. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. So like I said,
1: somehow they figure out that the vice president is trying to make a coup on the president backed by this Nielsen guy and they have to warn the president. So problem right. is Ralph's kids at the, at the house and obviously there's a custody battle going on. He can't leave him alone. So what does he do? He calls a special ed class to, in mass watches that his son. Now. I want to believe these kids are going to be okay, but right now they're not okay. They were left alone in the desert for 30 minutes. They dismantled the, bu- like, this is in- this is insane, right?
0: His lawyer, uh, he's doing this with the full knowledge okay, of his considering... lawyer. They were abandoned. in the She has That's a duty to the court to report That's... this, by the way. <laughs> no, lawyers are not, man. Well, actually, you might be right. I don't know. Right, I don't no. know. <laughs> like, if, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's like, she doesn't know. You don't have a sister. Yeah, she's representing him. She probably <laughs>
1: doesn't, <it's> a civil <laughs> a matter. But I, it's just like, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking nuts. Uh.
0: It is yeah. bananas. It is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes back in thirty minutes. They've ripped the kid's heart <laughs> out. Hey, we, hey, we we've been taking anatomy class for the last eight uh, years.
1: We, we tried juggling your kid. It just wasn't wasn't fun.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> we tried to turn him off and turn him back on, but he won't turn back <laughs> oh, on. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: um. So uh Rhonda. so so Rhonda is now going to tony because he's like oh hey, babysitting that's kind of you're fucking gay right yeah. and <laughs>
3: don't let anybody yeah, hear Rhonda's this
1: like oh my god this is insane why did i ever get stuck in this class i'm going to just decide not to be this way anymore and go into real high school next year um because he's that's like aren't, aren't you tired of being trash oh my god it's a some crazy shit um
0: Again, like more evidence that he's an alternative school teacher. Like the special ed teacher in my high school was in high, in the same high school. Right. <laughs> like these kids are in a yeah. separate alternative high school. Think anyway, right. whatever.
1: Uh. So some. So they go to some military guy. I think is he the head of the national guard that's coordinated anti riot
0: stuff and uh, it, it, he's and he's got some weird it's all like nondescript. I don't know. Yeah, like got, that's. He's wearing like a Malaysian yes patch yes. or something. Like I don't know what he's that's from the to
1: <laughs> branch of the military, and he's with right. a unit. And uh, he the right. important part is he <laughs> believes them. He the FBI guy knows who this guy is. He makes contact with them, tells them about the whole yeah. plot.
0: He can cut a lot of red. And the tape. guy's
1: like, you know what? Uh, I've actually been hearing intelligence about this multi-phase operation. Let's get in a uh, state car right now and go right to the president. Meanwhile, they're going into the fucking boonies and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" And this uh, General Lee Samoa apparently pulls a gun on him and says, <laughs> "You're you, uh, you're you're fucked. I tricked you, essentially." Immediately betrayed.
0: Yeah. Immediately. Immediately betrays.
1: Immediately betrays. <laughs> Good work, Bell. Um. So. Ralph says it's going to be cool. Pulls his collar down and reveals underneath his jean jacket. He's got the super suit on. Right. So.
0: Which not much of a reveal considering we saw him like donning the clothes on top of the super suit in the previous right, scene. Right.
1: But, you know, again, America was apparently like much a- stupider when it comes to television, much more stupid. So they had to make sure, you know, y'all, also you all also might have been getting a beer on that scene, you know. The kid might have gone uh, screaming through the right, living room. No, yeah, you can't pause. You can't yeah. fucking pause and rewind. Uh-huh. And
0: get fucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're also listening to uh, Johnny Unitas do a touchdown drive <laughs> yeah, on the right. radio. Uh,
1: you're distracted. You're, by that. you're a twelve pack into the night, and uh, you uh-huh. need things to be repeated. You know, you need simple things. You're listening repeated to a couple times.
0: <laughs> FDR. So you can get it. <laughs> FDR's fireside chat was uh distracting you. There's this whole new radio thing the about era. aliens taking over sure, the Earth. Sure. You saw you just saw uh for the first time a train and you thought yeah, it was had, gonna run to through dodge. Your you had to dodge out room. of your lazy
1: boy. uh uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Your 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 roommate is drawing pictures of bison with charcoal on uh-huh. the wall. Yeah, it was, it a, was different a different era. era.
1: Things were different back then. <laughs> so
0: uh the the colonel brings him
1: to the senators from the Nevada. Like, oh, I caught these guys. They're <laughs> stupid around. They caught on your plan. And, yeah. and Ralph steps forward. It's like, I'm Ralph. What's his face. And I teach special ed at the local high school. And Nelson's like, get these fucking guys out of here. Like, I don't that, you just <laughs>
0: like put them in a broom yeah. closet. Uh,
1: just, <laughs> <laughs> which is the pr- appropriate response to have to them. Um, And also, I love how this suddenly this mansion turns into a medieval set. Like this is something from like the goddamn Warner Backlot. Like this is just like they shot, they Uh, shot the the three Cavaliers on this back in 1963. And and they've been writing it off ever since.
0: Uh I wonder. (laughs) That's totally true. When you go
1: to Walmart to order a birthday cake. And you go, you got this big binder. You can flip through it. It's like, oh, Mickey Mouse. Oh, Papa Cole. Oh, Princess's stuff. Oh, the, uh, you know, this, that, the other. uh." You can, like, there's, like, all these different concepts. Did they have that on the different backdrops? Like, binders of, like, look at all these different sets at different places. Uh Because how the hell? Because, like, as a writer, you're, like, in season three of a show, you're, like, Jesus Christ, what are we going to do this week? What can I do? We have a submarine set? We have a... Oh my God! We can do the Russian <laughs> submarine plot, guys. Like it's like is that is that how most of this shit gets written? <laughs> yeah. Is this why there's so much shit going on uh-huh. in the pack lots? Anyway. Yeah.
0: Or or it's like uh, <laughs> they have to use each set and prop once per year, or the or it's a depreciating asset or something. <laughs> so it's like we need to work biplanes into this. But you're totally right. This is like a medieval freaking palace, like. At some point, Skeletor is going to be like, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, I thought, oh, 930. Yeah. Anyway, it's all yours.
1: Uh, He's got a, 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 a tulip blossoms in chat. She's watched those She's Why can't the lawyer babysit the kid if she's going to be like a stepmom soon? I think it's because she has to. It's her car. That's the only reason she's tagging along, right?
0: <laughs> but. So the, uh, it'd be funny yeah, if the aliens but, came by
1: right now. It's like, oh, and also take Pam. <sighs> Pam's also a vital part.
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> they just fly off. But um uh, Hickley, Hinkley always kicks her out of the driver's right. seat. Like, he's always like, move over toots. I'm like, driving. He doesn't seem
1: like he's a great driver so either. I, that's, I thought that I noticed that as well. No.
0: No, he's like always nodding off at the wheel and using his like plateau vision yeah. in the rear view mirror. Uh, so
1: Pam suggests that they... F- she- <laughs>
0: There's a literal wall,
4: Scott. I know,
1: <laughs> like torches and shit. <laughs> I think Andre the Giant batters this particular door down in The Princess Bride.
0: <laughs> that is so... That is such a funny call. <laughs> you're so this, right they just went to a mini. this is some spanish set. <laughs>
1: inquisition set man i don't know but anyway uh they got the, so they're they're hiding on this thing and they're like well um the he busts out of the, everyone out of the handcuffs and he starts taking his clothes off i don't understand like everyone acknowledges what a drawback this suit is why don't you do if, it, if your powers work why don't just wear your street clothes over
0: it problem solved dude he's it's california it's hot. That's He's true. wearing a lot of layers right that's now. That's true. That's the one thing you. are you, that, that spandex doesn't yeah, breathe. It's
1: bulletproof, <laughs> but it, it just is. That's the part. Yeah, you just you just sweat. Just seals seals in the flavor.
4: Oh <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be back to talk more about why is Mister Feeney a car after this quick break. Hey, it's time for another season of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? The premise is simple. A Gen Xer and a millennial watch old 80s action TV to see what still works and what doesn't. In previous seasons, we've done podcasts for Knight Rider, Airwolf, MacGyver, A-Team, and more. However, this year we're doing a very special season of Feeney. We're going back and reviewing the very special episodes of 80s and 90s sitcoms. Come cringe along with us as Hollywood tries to warn our families of the dangers of underage smoking, drug abuse, alcoholism, eating disorders, and much more. We start out with the episode of Boy Meets World, where a high school kid gets sucked into a cult. Worlds collide as the Mr. Feeny finally makes an appearance on Why Is Mr. Feeny a Car? Join me and my buddy Jay each week for episodes full of nostalgia and secondhand embarrassment. And don't worry, the very special isn't your speed. We've also got some all-time classic Knight Rider episodes to close the season with. Find Why is Mr. Feeney a car each Wednesday on Bald Moose Pulp starting April 3rd. And now we're back with more Why is Mr. Feeney a car? So they
0: uh, he's sous-viding himself right now. uh, So
1: they're all they're all they're they're they, they douse the light and they're laying wait for the white supremacists to show back up at the medieval cell they're being held in. Vice president calls the president and says, hey, I'm with uh, this billionaire. Uh, why don't you come pick me up uh, by Air Force One or Marine One uh, for the rest of your tour? And it's revealed that they plan on, when the president lands, storming Air Force One, taking it over, flying it over the ocean, and then the one, oh, there's just the one guy, the colonel's gonna bail out, and the Air Force One's gonna crash, and then presto, change we have a new president who's down with our white supremacist agenda. Yep. What a crazy scenario that would be. Yep. So, uh, the, the mixed clean clan comes back. And
0: <laughs> oh my.
1: Check, I'm, I'm really close to coming up with a Ku Klux <laughs> one of that. But, yeah, uh, I, I almost got it. They come and check on maybe on the second episode, the second time through, um, when they come to check on Ralph and company and they get their shit rocked, like does, they just come ejecting out of that room. Cause he's, there's beating the shit of them uh, out of them. Um, I like how, I don't know how they did it. Maybe it's because he's, there's his mannequins or something, but the way he effortlessly moves unconscious bodies.
0: Oh uh, yeah. He like yeah. grabs
1: two or three of them by the ankle and just drags them around very convincingly. Uh, well, again, the super strength.
0: It's lit by like a, uh, iPhone flashlight. True. camera.
1: True. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: but, no, it's uh, a, it looks good actually. You're right. Yeah, it,
1: it's 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 like I said. The soup. they got the super strength figured out. Like he just zoom zips that guy into the room. Yeah, um, grabs him by. But would that like pull his pants off anyway? Um, I have he grabbed by the by the ankle, not by the pants, by the ankle. I think, I think he'd be good. He's probably got super strength. probably just crushed every one of those ankles, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's
0: never going to walk again.
1: Yeah, he's going to need an orthopedic surgeon. And meanwhile, Bill is, like, 1980s. struggling
0: with his. Man, that's actually a nice little scene. If mm-hmm. if the rest of the pilot were shitty, I might have noticed that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But again, like, I imagine a seven-year-old watching this getting slowly more and more pissed. That this is nothing like that they were expecting. And they got excited over nothing. Um, so Bill tries to talk Ralph into buzzing the presidential helicopter. It's like, you got to buzz them and ward them off. Ooh. And Ralph's like, that's crazy. I'm Captain Crash. I'll just fuck it up. But he decides to give it the college try. Now, he picks up two large lights. Uh-huh. And just jumps at the helicopter. I don't know what the lights were for.
0: Um, So that they would notice him flying up the helicopter they don't you don't it's think
1: you'd like, the guy in the red suit yelling get out of here
0: you dummy uh, <laughs> i think it was supposed to look like a Meg or something
1: oh i see so you get the attention they paid he, he drops one light that's okay he's got another <laughs> uh the helicopter is just kind of taking all this in and, ugly uh,
0: helicopter by the way by airwolf standards no way well, yeah, this is
1: like the more Marine One looking one, though. It looks That's like a beluga a... whale. It looks yeah, like it's going to like talk sea, to you in a old sea children's. Old helicopters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Piece of Marine equipment. What do you want? It looks like yeah. it's supposed to be like, hello, children. Wait, Marine. No. When it's called that... Marine One, it's not because it's like, like sea. like Yeah, no, the it's, ocean. It's, it's,
1: it's a marine U.S. No, marine piece of equipment.
0: Yeah, like Marine Corps. Yes, yes but they it's also real a marine cool helicopters they do but they don't use them for air for marine one okay you're right it has pontoons on it technically i think this thing can land in a lake or whatever um right now it is uh the
1: the they they they, they use a large sikorsky vh3d sea king or the newer, smaller V eight sixty in White Hawks, whatever the fuck that is. But yeah, the old, the old, these the old Sea Kings. They're like, yeah, very awkward looking helicopters. They're no. not, they're not like a you know, pick the president up in like a fucking Apache.
0: Listen, if I was uh, if I was president, there's no chance I would ever step foot in a helicopter. <laughs> like, <laughs> no way, dude. Not a not a chance.
1: Um. So he goes up and he, he, his message to the helicopter pilot is, "Get out of here, dummy." I thought mm-hmm. that was
0: like what? What's the dummy? What's the dummy? Well, um, obviously he was in the in the navy, so there's a rivalry going on there. Ah, right. So yeah.
1: there's they're they're also taking heavy gunfire. I think that's the other clue that the the pilot needs to fuck off, and he says as much. He says, "Yeah, the right." Mission. Ralph gets to crash. Uh then he confronts the white supremacists. They all unload on him with their uh-huh. N16s. Will you describe how they dis how they sh- how they show that he's bulletproof?
0: Yeah, he um kind of curls up his uh, his forearms in front of his head, and all the bullets ricochet off of his suit, which apparently also absorbs the kinetic energy of the bullets. It's Here's not just bulletproof.
2: When he
1: says the bullets. Like literally, some some production assistant is grabbing a <laughs> handful of whole ass yeah. bullets, <laughs> cartridge and all, the brass, a uh, primer, uh, the firing cap or whatever the fuck you call it, and the the, the <laughs> bullet itself, and just takes a handful
0: and it just throws so it at the guy's I,
1: chest at throwing speed.
0: You're right. <laughs> so they're just gonna bounce off of him. It's just uh, whole ass
1: bullets. I don't even yeah. know if there's the same <laughs> caliber of weapon. It's like, Oh God, it's so funny. Oh
0: and, my God. Uh, but yeah, it's demonstrated like he can put his arms in front of his head, but he's surrounded right now. Now I'm no marksman. I'm not claiming I could make this shot at this range or anything. Mm-hmm. But this guy's also, like, his, his head profile is huge. It is. He's got a it giant it's, it's head It's seventy percent
1: hair, though. So yeah. <laughs> you hit a bullet through that, it's not doing nothing.
0: It would be funny if there was a scene where he, like, he holds his hair up a little bit, and there's a bullet hole that's still smoking. Like, one of the bullets, <laughs> like, just got his hairdo.
1: Right, right. Um. So they flee from him, and then Bill takes him prisoner, With him and Pam, no backup, just take this entire crew prisoner. I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Um, Right. Yeah. They come out and he's like, You're under arrest. And mm -hmm. everyone puts their hands up, including the like four star general and And all the wealthiest man in the
1: world. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And again, I can't stress this enough. It's just two dudes. And then the super powered guy takes off because he's, uh, oh, all right. This, mm-hmm. The dude, buggy tries to ride off and he kicks him backwards. And then, uh, Ralph's like, look, I gotta get home. I left my kid alone with a bunch of lunatics. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, he's like, I, he... I gotta go before the cops get here. You're cool guy I met yesterday and hit me with a car. Who's an alcoholic. And also <laughs> my lawyer girlfriend. Beyonce. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, can uh, you tell me why he, he... So he goes to fly off. Why does he steal the light? Oh, God. Oh, God. Why does he steal the light? He steals the light, and he fly, I have To find his way home, I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, it, nothing...
1: Like, maybe that's what uh, it is. It's just like, oh, I don't want to get hit. I want to make sure people see... Or I I don't know. But he just...
0: He takes one of the big airport does, lights takes, that apparently they
1: just have lying around.
0: But when... And, so he, uh, flies does, he, he flies around L.A. for a while, has a little fun with it and they play the theme song again is he do you ever see him holding the light at this point No, yeah. it's too zoomed in
1: yeah but you get the you get the theme song at the end with the cuts of him flying um believe
0: it or not it's just me anyway, this next
1: yeah. scene is going to feature tony talk uh having heart to heart with mr h and the setting is them playing the most god-awful basketball you've yeah. ever seen. As a this, Hoosier, this scene hurt me. It, I was... White men, yeah. you don't have to play basketball this way. You, you can I, actually hit a layup. You can hit a... a, a you can You can have a jumper off your four-inch vertical. I know I do. Like, <laughs> what the hell?
0: I was watching this on the bus to the ferry, trying to stay awake, cursing... Cursing the fact that this show was still going at this point. It has
1: like ten, twelve more minutes. It's it's yeah. like it, the pacing. Also, oh my god. Oh, I just the thing. It also is it a, is it a plot point that none of these guys can play basketball because they can they can shoot as many takes as it takes for these yeah. guys to hit a bucket or two, but no one hits a goddamn shot in this entire sequence.
0: My assumption was, uh, the protagonist, because he doesn't have his super suit, he doesn't have the agility to make a shot anymore. And What's then Tony's de-
1: excuse?
0: He doesn't give Look at this he hits. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Like clear, I don't
1: think. I the thing is, like the way they even handle the ball, I don't think they've ever touched a basketball before. Look no, at that; it's
0: really bad. It's that was just straight off the rim, don't. not even close. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's come on. um
1: Um. So yeah, they're uh, they're they're, they're just launching bricks. Um. I don't know. The, the he's worried that Ron, Ron, Rhonda's leaving for regular high school, and he's like, "That's actually cool." She's trying to do this and that, and I don't know. It's, it's, it's There's a, mess a about, Yeah.
0: There's about a minor Tony. plot point where Tony's like, I who. <laughs> I heard a bunch of these crazy skinheads say there was a man flying around. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Hinkley's like, "You don't believe that? That sounds like right. something straight out of the funny papers." And then he's like, "You're not such a bad guy after all, Mister H. I'll catch you later in the funny papers." Oh, also, he calls him starts to call Mister Hinkley too.
1: Like you can see that the respect is mm, starting to be forged. Yes. Yeah. Um, boy, it come a long way since that power struggle over a chair back <laughs> in the first scene. God. Uh, so Pam and Ralph meet Bill in the middle of nowhere, deep throat style. Uh-huh. And he says, look, I'm, I'm with the FBI and I've somehow managed to squell all investigation into this. And I've written off everyone who saw you in a suit as cuckoos. Uh, but I want to we got to start running things my way we got to be squeaky clean and you got to quit your <sighs> job and Ralph says I don't give a fuck I'm not doing any of that shit yep. and what's the? also he's like but the, the, but then Bill comes back with well, the aliens said they wanted it this way and Ralph's like well okay I guess and Bill's showing some flex on the Cold Warrior shit
0: yeah he's like we got plenty of domestic problems maybe we don't need to spend all of our time fighting the Ruskies as long I think as we can, we yeah. should
1: concentrate our policing in the blighted urban <laughs> cores of America,
0: uh, specifically within about 15 miles of Burbank, California. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Our strangely nonspecific city that looks strangely <laughs> like the back lot of many. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, so, uh, they, they, he's like, okay, well we can, uh, we can, we can agree on this partnership and Ralph shakes his hand and breaks it because he has no control over his powers and he's right. wearing his suit under his clothes like, I'm At all wearing times, the like,
0: super suit
1: which which he should he should. Um, I, I have a question mm. why don't they make it more of an effort to find the fucking manual <laughs> like how many trails are there through the desert one day later and you know exactly where you broke down you know exactly where you met Bill <laughs> Like just just backtrack and until you find the fucking manual. <laughs> it's a big metal fucking booklet.
0: <laughs> uh, that's an excellent point. Yeah, I agree. Like they
1: act like it's gone forever. Like they dropped it in the uh, ocean.
0: Uh, uh. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah, the aliens were like there's a self destruct sequence after uh for yeah, forty five minutes or whatever. Yeah, no. I was Uh, where my mind was at was like he came out here in the middle of nowhere wearing a super suit um, mm -hmm. under his street clothes with his new girlfriend. I was thinking she was like, "I want, I want you to lay some super pipe, dude. Like, (laughs) leave, leave the suit on. I want to see what because I don't want to see it." (laughs)
1: <laughs> I was like, "What the mattress equivalent of burning footsteps is?"
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, um, have you ever read the classic? Uh,
1: do you know? Um, oh, Jesus Christ, Larry Niven. Do you know who Larry Niven is? No, he's the guy who wrote the Ringworld series. This is this classic science fiction series. Um, but he also wrote a whole bunch of short stories, and he wrote this um, very famous. Satirical piece about the physics involved between Lois Lane and Superman. Oh, really? And it's okay. called "Man of Steel, Woman of Kleenex."
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> and it ponders like how a Kryptonian would possibly be able to, you know, romance an Earth woman without essentially blending her. Um. Anyway, it's a. I thought it. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny and subversive as a as a, a freshman in high school. Um, I heard a dirt- uh, I heard a
0: dirty joke that's related to that that I could tell oh, real quick. Do it's it. uh Superman's up in the sky flying around and he sees Lois Lane and um she she's on top of a skyscraper and she's uh sunbathing in the nude and uh Superman's like, I'm I'm gonna use my super speed to get down there and get it real quick. And uh Superman uh, climaxes and flies off, and Lois Lane goes like, what the heck just happened? And the Invisible Man says, I don't know, but my ass hurts like hell. (laughs) Anywho, you can cut that from the final
1: product. I will not. Um, (laughs) Speaking of aliens, like uh, Kryptonians, uh, the aliens come back at the end of the episode and buzz them and say, you have done well. Next time, try Invisibility. And so uh, Ralph's like, what the fuck? We lost the manual. Come back. Wait, hell. And I, I, why doesn't he just fly up and like, I don't know, thump like, like thump their hood or something.
0: That's a good point. He can fly at this point, but he yeah. just kind of reaches up into the sky helplessly and we get a literal freeze frame.
1: We have some progress. He's allowing her to drive her own vehicle now. That's cool. Oh, that's true. That's true. That was Pam's ask. Look, if I'm going to be part of this team that no one's asked me to join, I'm at least going to drive my own damn car, okay? She must be some sort of feminist or something. She must be (laughs) some sort of feminist or something. Uh, That's it for the episode. That was... uh, I am... It's going to be interesting to see how this does in the most improved. Uh... So, are we going to wrap back around, and are we going to do the snake draft style where we do the ooh. most the the most popular, greatest American hero next ooh. week? Are we going to roll back to A team? Are we going to do Dealer's Choice? What are we going to do?
0: Ooh, ooh, uh, Twitter poll? I don't know. You tell okay. me. What do you think? You're you're the uh, you're the podcast professional. I am, I, but I, uh, I am
1: my my schedule is a little too tightly. Plan to wait for this to come out. Right. And, oh, yeah! You know, it doesn't make record sense. Record all these in advance. So, like, uh, let's just yeah. make a. I'll, 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 let's let's just wrap it back. Let's just do, do the wrap around. Let's wrap around. Let's wrap around and do a team. Okay. What is well, the?
0: No, no, no. I think I got it. Uh, let's quickly let's revisit what we've watched, and let's do what we think will be the least improved to most improved. So, Ooh. what was our best? Let's do what we think was the best pilot first. Which to uh, me I, would be
1: Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard is. I think
0: the Dukes of Hazard has the least potential for a great comeback.
1: Okay, you're right. It's going to because be probably it was pretty a good steady, pilot. Eddie. Pilot. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's let's start with Dukes. Okay. And then um, I don't have the list available. I got but,
1: it. So we got okay. we got Dukes of Hazard, MacGyver. A-Team, uh-huh. Airwolf and Greatest American Hero. I'm going to say MacGyver's probably second. Yeah, Not that it I don't know if it's got a great pilot, but like it's pretty steady and I I Yep. I also I don't think it gets much better than that. So
0: then uh A-Team
1: Airwolf and, and... It, ooh, A-Team before Airwolf. So you think A-Team will improve oh. less than Airwolf? No. That's uh that's probably fair. Yeah,
0: A, a- Air Team Airwolf Air Greatest Surprisingly,
1: Airwolf was surprisingly bad. The non-helicopter places. I I really I don't re- I didn't remember Stringfellow Hawk being quite uh that big of a just chode. Um, <laughs> so then we're gonna do A Team uh uh Airwolf and then Greatest American hero, hero. Yeah. Oh, where is the Greatest American Heroes theme song?
0: ranked uh i think does not qualify (laughs) um i I think it's pretty bad
1: (laughs) Dust did not qualify got a dnq oh no um all right jay can you go on imdb and tell me what the the most popular by imdb rating episode of dukes of hazard just so we can uh hype it up to people and they can they can go back and watch it you can watch a lot of this stuff on like uh, what Fubu, F- Fubu, Tubi, uh, Roku yeah. channel. <laughs> <Fubu>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know anything. Yeah, I think it's pretty sure. I think is there a Fubu TV that's like sports or something?
0: Fubi, Fuba? <laughs> I mean, there's a clothing brand, but I. <laughs> All right. Episodes top rated. Friday, September twenty first, nineteen eighty four. Happy season seven episode one. Happy birthday, No Oh man, what is that? So that's 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 the
1: most popular, not the highest rated. Like like in that's 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 the IMDb rating for most popular uh,
0: season seven. That's that's what I'm seeing.
1: I wonder if that's when the the return top of the top rated was. at an
0: eight point one. Well, we got a couple of options here. Um, oops. 'Cause that's s cause that's so I I think the, the
1: the story behind that is like there was a lockout season where they did not they, they got rid of Tom Wolpat and the other guy so that's a- and they brought in cousins that looked and dressed <laughs> identically to them but were not them and everyone hated that's it. That's like
0: what they did with then, um uh that seventies show when they brought in the guy that kinda looked like Eric sca-
4: Foreman. They a scab
1: Yeah. I I didn't I didn't I didn't ever I I watched like the first season or two of 70 show and then fell Dude, off. Dude, I watched but. the shit out of that show.
0: There's also so that's an 8.1. There's another 8.1 that's Bad Day and Hazard. Uh that season 4 episode 23. That might be more a finale.
1: See, I I feel like it, it, if it's if it, if season four has got to be the absolute cutoff because i will not believe a good episode came out of that show past like season five right, let me
0: just read so that might I, i'd feel real good about a season three so here's season four the dukes are forced to bond with their sworn enemies boss hog and roscoe after they are held at gunpoint by a gang of robbers at the boar's nest the, that sounds like, a team-up episode sounds like The fun. lead robber, posing as a law enforcement officer, then orders an emergency evacuation of Hazard, thereby eliminating any witnesses to his plans to rob an armored truck making a delivery to Hazard Bank. <laughs> okay, there's a bank. There's a Hazard Bank, apparently. Well, just has gotta let be read, for
1: the whole county. Let sure. me read
0: the synopsis of this, um god imdb is a slow website yeah I'm, I'm
1: also think i'm also thinking maybe we said we'd do the highest rated maybe we should stick well these to are tied these see. are tied
0: these are both 8.1 oh so
1: oh okay um this is a one so that was a season four one that was a season four uh, one that you just read the yeah, of? the season
0: seven one okay. the dukes and cooter recall the origins of the general lee on the car's eighth birthday <laughs> That sounds like a
1: clip show.
0: (laughs) But a a clip show couldn't possibly be the number one rated episode. There's no way, right? (laughs) I kind of want to see what this car's eighth birthday is all about.
1: Well, it's your it's your shadowy flight through '80s action television. Oh, so, what are you feeling? Are you God. feeling? You feeling like the Gonzo season seven uh, season no, premiere, I, or likely no, the season finale of We got to do four. the team
0: up one, right? We got to do the team up. Okay. So
1: what what episode is that? It's season four, season oh four. Uh,
0: yeah, Oh, man. E oh uh, twenty three. You said IMDb is not a good website. Is all I can say at this moment. It's doing a lot. It's doing a lot for a lot. It's chugging along here. It's
1: chugging along. Uh, <laughs> Narl says age is the age is the age of consent for a car in, in Georgia, right? Yeah, no. yeah. So they're going to take General Lee out to the, the titty bar, and get it drunk. No. You've carried a lot of shine in your day, General. Time View taste some. <laughs>
0: Season four, episode twenty-three, bad day in hazard. <laughs> I think that's Bad
1: Day in that's Hazard. That's where we Okay, so at the end off. of each at the end of each episode, we will pick uh at each episode, yep. episode we'll pick the end. And of course we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna climax the season with a classic Night Rider. Yes, episode oh that my I'm going to god,
0: pick. I miss Knight Rider so much. I I yeah, legitimately like that show. And the fact that we aren't just watching more Night Rider has actually made me sad at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, if you want to come to us with a sad conclusion, uh, that's what our plan is for the rest of the season. Um, if you'd like to send us feedback, Feeny at BaldMove.com is how you do that. And uh, Jay, where can they follow you in your shadowy flights to the internet?
0: Twitch, blue, underscore, j underscore, streams. Um... YouTube Blue Jay Space Streams. Uh, it's got a little picture of a bird, a blue jay, with a pink background. My SEO's not good. If you just type in Blue Jay Streams, guess what you mostly get? Uh, Blue Jays baseball. Streams of Blue Jays. <laughs> Clips. Oh right, there's a baseball yeah, team too. Yeah, yes. I didn't think that one through, did I? Oops. Like,
1: damn! If you, if you can't, if you can't uh, compete with their wildlife cams, <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, Major League Baseball is a—it's a, a billion-dollar industry. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's that's rough.
0: But one. Um, I really want to get—I want to get my YouTube to a thousand subs. I'm almost halfway there, so help me out.
1: Hell yeah! I think we can get—I think we can get you there. We get you there you. by the end of the season. Thank you. Uh guys, thanks for joining us once again. Uh that email address if you'd like to send feedback, Feeny at baldmove.com. We will see you next week for Dukes of Hazard season four, episode twenty three. If you want to do your homework, bad day and hazard. Uh take us out of here, Jesse. Oh hey,
0: Aaron. Why don't you uh hit the old ejector seats for us, please?
1: Boing.
0: Oh. Love it. Such a good sign out.